0: Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! Well, we're doing it. It's happening. It's happening! <laughs> Are we there? Yes, we're there. Okay. We're there! We've arrived! Season We've four! We've arrived
1: it's season four! I'm so
0: excited! It's
1: everyone's maybe favorite? I don't know. It's when you start to remember the shit that happened.
0: That's correct. (laughs) I would say it's maybe not everyone's favorite season overall, but there are some very favorite episodes, like the cult episode, Mm -hmm. Long Walk to Pittsburgh, all the things. I mean, when
1: you think about the show as like a tangent sort of thing, like if someone just says it, you probably imagine what they look like from like this season Mm -hmm. or five.
0: Funny enough, I was going to say five is more for me, Corey, but four is Topanga. Mm-hmm. I the, I picture her with like her shorter hair mm-hmm. right after she just got it chopped. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I picture when I picture Topanga. But five is probably like where Sean, where I picture Sean and Corey. But mm-hmm. four is my favorite Eric. I love Eric season four. Yeah. I love his look, I should say. Maybe not my favorite as far as character goes, but I love his look. Because sure. his hair's a little shorter. It's not as like
1: poofy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean and he's not he hasn't gotten to the the season 7 spiky it's 2000 cut yeah. Yes. Uh, oh <laughs> uh, with
0: the tips like he's in in sync or something I'm like oh no.
1: Oh it's lovely when you find out that the show hit 2000, you know. Right. <laughs> Ugh. But here we are. Welcome to the Phoenix Call season 4 episode 1. You can go home again? Is that yes. what it's called? Yes. I was doing it from memory.
0: That was good. Thank
1: you. Thank I you thought you were
0: reading. No, I five, knew it was season notes. four,
1: episode one. That was a given because yeah. it, that is obvious. But I was like, I think
0: it's called "You Can't Go Home Again." You but can't I can't mess up the season number. We are just starting, <laughs> or not the season number. The episode, yeah, episode number.
1: number. We're just starting season, season four, episode seventeen.
0: <laughs> I <swear to> god. <laughs> we'll get there eventually, though. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, seventeen weeks from now. <laughs>
0: yeah, which seems like a long time, but that's like Christmas, right?
1: Seventeen weeks would be like months
0: so like christmas
1: it's september yeah christmas
0: <gasps> wow megan is good at math mm-hmm. all right i
1: wonder what episode of this season is the christmas episode do we know are we gonna is, is there is a that, christmas is, episode in this season
0: there is yeah there's totally the, is. It's the um mob episode yeah
1: it's the, it's the jobs um, i
0: think that's I'm towards see what, the end of I'm the gonna season see which so.
1: episode that
0: is that's probably going to be right before thanksgiving we're probably going to hit that at wow wow if
1: it times out again like it did that one time oh
0: that was brilliant
1: turkey day is thanksgiving that's episode 10 so that's so like 10, 10 weeks, weeks from now. now which is like soon oh my god that actually might that work might out work. that might It'll, work out right i think on we'll hit
0: it in november but i don't think we'll hit it like sure a week it of won't a be week.
1: like a week of and then episode 11 is easy street that one might hit right at thanksgiving thanksgiving Slash starting holiday season. Plucid. So like close enough.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's in the ballpark. We've yeah. got the holiday spirit and vibe going on anyway. A but lot that's of people like, how like it, to skip Thanksgiving anyway in mean, straight to
1: Christmas. Listen, they don't do it the rest of the world. Okay. Yeah, <laughs>
0: they exactly. Don't,
1: they don't bother. Like Halloween ends and it's Christmas and season everywhere else. They don't have a middle holiday to break that shit up.
0: That's true. When is Canadian Thanksgiving Day?
1: The fuck is Canadian Thanksgiving Day? They
0: have a Canadian Thanksgiving, what I the swear hell they, is they do. Canadian I'm gonna look it up. They have it. I just don't know what it is. When?
1: Why would it be called Canadian Thanksgiving? It's not. <laughs> That's
0: just what I'm saying. When do Canadians oops, celebrate? Wait, okay, I
1: googled Canadian Thanksgiving and it says Monday, October 12th. But like, okay, so October.
0: Why? Yeah, Thanksgiving 2020. Why does Canada celebrate Thanksgiving Day? In Canada, has been a holiday on the second Monday of October since 1957. It's a chance for people to give thanks for a good harvest and other fortunes in the past year. <laughs> Farts. There you go. Whatever. Thanksgiving Day in Canada is linked to the European tradition of harvest festivals.
1: Oh, so it's some good pagan shit.
0: Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> All right. There's your lesson for the day. I don't. I'm done with my trivia. I. That's a lie. I'm not. My trivia is very. I'm
1: just. I'm <laughs> Sorry. I'm still on this. Why is it called
0: <laughs> Thanksgiving?
1: <laughs> I'm upset I, that it's called Canadian Thanksgiving. Or like Thanksgiving. I think, I think
0: it's just called Thanksgiving to them. They just celebrate it in October. fucking stupid. Before Halloween. That's so
1: dumb. Do you have any fun facts for this episode? I, uh, I do. Canadian
0: Thanksgiving. <laughs> Canadian Thanksgiving. My trivia for today is that Pottstown, Pennsylvania is a real place. Yeah. But it's only 40 miles outside of uh, Philadelphia. So unless they were going 13 miles an hour, it would not take them three hours to get home. <laughs>
1: Good one.
0: Because. But, 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 but. What?
1: So you said it's thirteen miles from Philadelphia? Fort,
0: forty miles oh, from yeah, Philadelphia. Oh, sorry,
1: and you were saying thirty miles an hour. Yes. Forty miles from Philadelphia. But let's presume that the Matthews family lives in In a suburb. A suburb really twenty miles from downtown Philadelphia.
0: Even so, if they're on the highway going fifty miles an hour, it would take them a little over an They hour, could be they. an
1: hour away at at most, if they truly live Which within a suburb of Philadelphia.
0: Truly makes more sense to me. I wish they had played it that way because then it would make way more sense for Alan to come get the boys so mm-hmm. easily because yeah, I don't know why they kept
1: saying three hours from home. If they had been like, we're an hour away, you know, like yeah. would have played just fine.
0: Even, yeah, even two hours. I would have even taken two hours sure. because then there's like a little wiggle room if they wanted to stop. Also, they probably go through a lot of small towns. So it's like 30 miles an mm-hmm. hour going right. through them and stuff like that. Three hours I don't buy at all. Yeah, 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 So that's my fun fact for the day. Um, this also, the title of this episode is based on the 1940 novel You Can't Go Home Again by Thomas Wolfe, mm-hmm. and it was published posthumously, oh, unfortunately. Interesting. So cool. RIP Thomas Wolfe. Thank right. you for the idea for the episode name. Who's on the uh, recap? I know nothing else about Thomas Wolfe, so. <sighs> I think it's me, because I did Disney. Okay. Didn't I do Disney? I did Disney. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, so. I didn't want to do Disney. Great.
1: On your mark. Get set.
0: Go. Corey and Eric are finishing up their road trip for the summer. They. Corey wants to go home, see Topanga and Sean. Uh, Eric avoids going home because he has no job, no girlfriend, no nothing. And so they end up in Pottstown, Pennsylvania, where Eric's decided that he wants to stay. Corey, of course, is still trying to get him to go home, so he calls Alan. Uh, Alan comes and picks him up and tells him that he can't just settle into a life here. He needs to come home. He's always going to be supported. Um, So then they finally go home, and then Corey gets to see Sean and Topanga again. And Sean rubs it in Topanga's face that he just wants to talk to him. Which is... A funny bit. It is a say. very
1: funny bit at the end of the episode. So I'm, I'm interested that you seem to have like eight seconds left and decided to talk about like the tag on the, the episode tag on and, the... and to n- and, and and instead of mentioning the B plot. What's
0: the B plot? <laughs> oh, my in the store. That's right! <laughs> oh my god! The B plot
1: that immediately affects the A plot. Oh
0: no! What have I? Done. Oh, I man. completely forgot. My you second like, note even is, yes, Alan, Ark, I'm so ready. Yeah,
1: it's funny because, like, the B-plot is a, is immediately related myself. and yet you had time left and you were like, wow, I nailed it.
0: <laughs> I hate myself. Touch it. This is why I can't do this. <laughs> I feel like I should always bring trivia and you should always do the recap. No,
1: no, no, no. It's more fun this way. So, yeah, the B-plot where Alan wins a grossie and yes. realizes that he hates his job and, and that he feels as if he has wasted the last... 20-ish years of his life.
0: I just love this arc so much. And I think this is one of the reasons that I love, we, we've talked about this so many times, I love this show because the adults are also fully fleshed out mm-hmm. characters, and now we get to see a little bit of Alan regretting settling into the life that he has settled in. And mm-hmm. not regretting, like, his wife and his kids, but just regretting the fact that he just, like, got into a job, and now it's just his mm-hmm. whole life.
1: Oh, yeah, no. This this, this hits hard, especially, mm-hmm. like, right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which we'll I'll, I'll get into a little bit. Um, what did you learn? What did I learn? I think what I learned is that when you are standing like at like a real crossroads of your life mm-hmm. and you are feeling wildly uncertain about what to do next, uh, you are going to arrive or you're going to more comfortably arrive on the other side of that if you surround yourself with supportive friends and family. Mm-hmm as opposed to attempting to make that decision on your own. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. What about you?
0: I kind of took it in kind of to what Alan was saying at the end where he's like, lead a life that you are proud of. Don't settle into a life because it's comfortable and it's what you think you should do in the moment. Mm -hmm. Really make every decision should be at least big life decision should be a thoughtful decision. And you, Can incorporate the support of your friends and family to help you make that decision. But every decision should be thoughtful and you should be leading a life that you are proud of and that you love. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it doesn't always have to be. Obviously, you don't have to love every second of your life. I I don't. But I think that the big decisions should be influenced by more than just... I'm comfortable.
1: Yeah. No, I think this episode done really well. Mm-hmm. I really like this one.
0: We're already kicking it off <laughs> with such a good episode. And there was a moment at the end when Alan was talking to Eric and he's like, you can't just settle into this life because then 20 years down the line, you will hate yourself for mm-hmm. it. Or he says like, you'll kick yourself for it or something like that. And I, I got a little emotional, I was like, oh my god, it's beginning. Yeah. Oh no.
1: Yeah, no, this episode for me was like, I, I laughed. Mm-hmm. I, I audibly laughed more than once. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like one big laugh. I had several good laugh moments, mm-hmm. a lot of good comedy, and also was like, felt a lot of things about it. Yeah. This this is a very strong episode in a lot of ways for me, and I also think what was, I don't know, This ep- it felt long, but not in mm-hmm. a bad way. Yeah. When I say it felt long, it Nothing. There's a
0: lot in it. Yeah,
1: a lot happens and it doesn't feel like any minute is bullshit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Even moments that are bullshit mm-hmm. don't feel like bullshit. Like the Sprinkle Parade. Yeah. I, that's exactly what that's when like, you said that. Like that's, 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 that's superfluous bullshit, but yeah. it's a great time. Yeah. And and contributes to the episode with like a quality blast of, of some humor. Mm-hmm. At the end of it, I was like, wow, it was like a 22-minute episode, but it really felt longer, longer. because it... Like everything was being used effectively mm-hmm. in this episode. It's really this is young.
0: the second season in a row where I feel like the second season a little bit, but three and four specifically have really good kickoffs, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember how we kick off.
1: Uh, five starts, we'll but them. I just, only thing I remember from the season premiere five is the, when they're like, we're seniors, and they do, like, a big dramatic, yes. like, the senior, like, couch area, and, like, yep. they're, like, a big dream sequence about being a senior.
0: That one's fine.
1: <laughs> I don't remember what else happens in that episode. Yes, so I love this episode. I think it, the Allen beats hit me really hard, because I'm at a strange crossroads in my life, Yeah, where <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I do next. No, so I don't know, you know, and I, and, and so the Allen beats were hitting me yeah. really hard. The Eric stuff never, I don't know, It it hits, I get it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But like I was never in that position.
0: Yeah, that checks out.
1: Um, or or if I was, I don't know. I, I, like when he when he recognizes like if I stay here, like I'm, I don't know, like I'm doing great here.
0: Yeah.
1: By comparison to how other people here live. Yes. And I guess that's a little bit of how I felt in like my college town,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where I was like, you know, I could stay if I, I don't know. This never really crossed my mind as, like, a viable option, but, like, the, it crossed my mind as, like, a theoretical option. Sure. It's, like, if I stayed here, I would do, like, great well, yeah, for myself, you yeah. know, like, it's a small enough pond mm-hmm. that I would certainly be doing fine. Yep. But, it like, would I be fine with what I'm doing?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Which, again, is kind of Alan's predicament.
0: And it's interesting to me that Eric's not home to experience this. He's, like, avoiding home, mm-hmm. and that's why he's experiencing this, because I feel like everyone... In, in the event that you go home after college and you're kind of sitting on your couch like, okay, what do I do next? Mm-hmm. There's a level of this, or there was a level of this for me when I finished college and I didn't really know what I was going to do next because um, I was planning on moving, but I didn't know if that meant Chicago, LA. Mm-hmm. wasn't sure. And part of me was like, I mean, I could stay for like five years yeah. and just work my ass off, make a, just a bunch of money, mm-hmm. st- stock it away, and then move somewhere. Uh-huh. But I know. But then you'd be the manager of a grocery store. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I'd be. Yeah, I was. Which working. is a
1: great job. We're not shitting yes, on no, it. Yes, no, no job <laughs> shaming.
0: Yeah, I don't. I would not have been happy continuing mm-hmm. to work at Starbucks for the past five years right. and not yeah, having maybe the you're a, like, a manager of a store. But exactly. But like, I and don't and you've
1: be. got benefits, and you're pulling fifty k a year, and
0: it was so much better and more enriching for me to come up here and oh. struggle through a bunch of shit jobs before I got. My dream job and then the next dream job and then the next dream job, you know. So it was it was worth it to just be uncomfortable for like a year yeah. in order to feel like I enriched my life in some way, you know. I get it. And so I I completely understand where Eric's like I I feel like I could be something here because it is such a small pond, but like I so appreciate and I, I don't think Eric would have led a bad life, but I do agree with Alan. He would have looked up 20 years from now and been like, I live in Pottstown. What? It's disappointing to me, though, to see Eric not go anywhere after this, because knowing what we know about him, at least at the end of this show, excluding Girl Meets World, what we know of him at the end of the show is he like, doesn't really have a lot. He's moving to New York with, with all of the rest of them. And he doesn't really have much of a like drive or desire to do anything really. And so he still has like, who knows what his major was. Yeah.
1: So upsetting they never declare.
0: So he could have had a happy life here. It's he could have had like a satisfied life. I know they wanted to give him more, but then they didn't, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of disappointing to see Alan come here, yank him away, and be like, you can be so much more. And then he's not. The only thing that he does to really further. His life is go to college eventually. So
1: Yeah, I think it's interesting too because Alan's like, you know, you'll wake up 20 years from now and like be disappointed. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That feels so possible Mm
0: -hmm.
1: in so many ways in that that feels so hard to avoid. Yeah, I don't know, you know like
0: Do, no matter where you are you mean yeah
1: uh, you know it, it feels really hard to avoid that in any number of positions sure. i I was worried of that own thing for myself I, I am still constantly worried yeah. of that own thing for myself I'm of the six months that I worked in an office job at a mortgage lending company and it was clear to me and it was made clear to me that like if I stick this out like, a year from now I could be pulling a six-figure salary so <sighs> you know and a, five years from now, even more, and, like, so on and so forth, I was like, oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. that could, you know, that could be comfortable, I guess, but I hate what I'm doing here. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know, it feels so inevitable in our bullshit capitalist society.
0: (laughs) It's a give and a take, I feel like. There has to be, it sounds bad to say you can't be happy with every aspect of your life because you can be, but I feel like it's, yeah, it's very unavoidable to look back and be like, oh, maybe I should have done that instead because mm-hmm. that's just how we are as humans and as a society.
1: I'm at this real crossroads where I'm trying to decide what the fuck do I do next because yeah. whatever it is is likely going to have long-term implications sure. on my life Absolutely. and I want to be satisfied with like, I want to make a big decision in a certain direction mm-hmm. but I am fearful of how that will play 20 years from now. Of course. Which is why they Allen thing like yeah. really hit hard to me right now yeah. I was like oh god that yeah. i could be there and man he and he's in such like got married young mm-hmm. had kids like what the fuck else was he supposed to do yeah you know there especially, was no there was no way in which he was not going to do what he did
0: well and especially coming out of the military and not having mm-hmm. a college degree yeah like
1: what the fuck was he supposed to do exactly there was there was no way he was gonna do anything else no although like that's never made sense to me all right he gets the bag boy job when he's like yeah. 18 or whatever 17, 18. Yeah. But he's also, at some point in his life, he's like a cook in the military.
0: I think he <laughs> leaves and comes back. I guess. Is what, that's the implication. And when the he comes back, he already has the job. Sure. Still. And at he just goes the, back to yeah, the Yeah, and then he just goes right back. And probably he came back and he and Amy got married like, like immediately, immediately. Yeah, And then she probably immediately got pregnant.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Out popped Eric.
1: Ugh.
0: And then it was, he does, because he says, like, I was just trying to support you. Like, that was right. why I took the job, as I was trying to support you. Yeah. So. He's
1: got a lot of good humor about it, which I really appreciate his delivery, William Russ's delivery of the I blame you part. I blame you. Because it's it's so well delivered in that it's clearly this, like, loving teasing. Yes. And it's also, like, a playing out of his own insecurity, mm-hmm. where, like, part of him probably really does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, he recognizes that that's a selfish thing. And yes. And is, like...
0: It's him being vulnerable, but in kind of a a comedic way, yeah, instead yeah. of like I don't know what I you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I I do appreciate that because I feel like it's an accurate depiction of a middle aged man trying to be vulnerable with his it's wife. True.
1: It's true, man. Yeah. It's it yeah. The older I get, the more this arc hits me. Yeah, and just like thinking about how it goes and he becomes this like small business owner I and know.
0: I'm like that's the damn thing man good for you. Are you Alan in this show?
1: I think I am. Yeah I always when I was younger you know everyone I wanted to be Sean but I felt like mm-hmm. I was Corey.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now I'm Alan. I'm Corey. Oh
0: I'm what? whiny and annoying and a potato. Yes a potato. That's next. I'm so excited for that. <laughs> we'll get there. Kicking off from the beginning of this episode, but well, we have a new intro now, so that's exciting. Oh
1: my god, the intro.
0: Yes. And I think we have this for two?
1: No, one just, season. it's just for season four. That's
0: right. And then we get the most famous one, I would right. say, out of all of them.
1: There's a shot, and I, you know what, I need to watch it again to confirm. But I'm like 90% sure there's a brief shot in the opening sequence where no one's driving the car.
0: I would believe that. Where
1: Eric and Sean are both sitting on the, like, doors. Yeah, they're, like, <laughs> hanging over and the that, side. And, like, for, like, every other shot, Eric's in the driver's seat, like, lazily driving the car. But I'm pretty sure there's, like, a two-second shot where they're both just sitting up on the <laughs> seats and I'm no watching one's driving. Time. I need to, like, check it again. I should have confirmed it. But I I'm... mean,
0: this is, like, a Grease car in the sky kind of deal Oh, it's so no dumb. Actually... I hate This
1: is, all, like, I don't know. I love this opening sequence, and I also
0: hate it. Yeah. <laughs> the girl in... Pottstown? Yes. So the girl who plays Irene, her name's Marisa Ryan, and every time I, I think this is what sticks out to me, probably top three things that stick out to me in this episode that I distinctly remember when I walk away from the episode, is how she talks. Mm -hmm. Because her word, the words coming out of her mouth, it's, why does she-
1: I hate the writing on her. Her, oh, it's her horrible. Her dialogue sucks.
0: It's horrible. I truly, I was like, who wrote this? Because, yeah, her dialogue sucks. And this actress is not a bad actress. No. I've seen her in a lot of other things. She was in Wet Hot American Summer. She was in Sex in the City. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I recognize her and she's great. So, why did they give her? They this tried horrible too hard. dialogue and this horrible, like, the way of speaking. Was that an actor choice, a director choice? They,
1: they tried too hard to make her, like, the simple rural girl kind mm-hmm. of thing. And I'm like, she doesn't have to be this.
0: She doesn't have to be, like, self-deprecating. <laughs> My God, there's a the moment when she's like, I don't know, I thought you, like, found someone interesting. I know, so she's like, oh, you're still here.
1: Time. I thought you would have found someone more interesting. i right was like, what
0: the fuck is How this? could they find... There's no one else in this town. Like, how could he find someone...
1: Yeah. Also, like, isn't it the same night? Like, it's like an hour after. Yes, your date Yes, it's like or an <laughs> hour after the date, and
0: she's already like, "Wow, I'm so bad at dating and at life that he's already found somebody else." I'm like,
1: Whoa. "It also makes me sad for Whoa. all of, all of her previous experience with right? men, based on what she says."
0: I'm like, "What is? Jeez, she probably though being a girl that kind of works at this like little truck stop diner." She probably does like hook up with a lot of random ass truckers who come into town. Yeah. And so she probably is like very much, they'll get up the next morning and be like, I had a great time and leave. Shit. That's probably been her experience this Shit. entire time. Yeah. And she doesn't, I, she's not clearly emotionally intelligent enough to recognize that pattern in her behavior and change it, mm-hmm. which is so sad. makes me so sad for her yeah. as a character.
1: Yeah, they do her dirty.
0: Yeah, they really do. Oh, I was trying to decide who was being more insensitive out of Eric and Corey, and I think it was Eric, but I'm curious to hear what you think, because...
1: I I side with Corey.
0: I mean, In yes, this because he... I think it's irresponsible of Eric to take him his brother all the way here and then be like, catch a bus home. Like, yeah. no, you are responsible for him. You take right. him home. He is 15 years old. Like, you. Right. Like, your number one is bullshit that he doesn't bring him home. Yeah. Exactly. Even if you bring him home and then it's your car, so you can sneak out in the middle of the night and go back to Pottstown, but at least take Corey home. Right. Like, and I know that he doesn't want to go home because he knows that his parents will try to get him to stay or yeah. make him stay.
1: Take him closer to home. <laughs> right, at least
0: take him like take
1: him to like the edge of Philadelphia where he can actually get on a bus.
0: Or yeah, drive him to a bus stop, or yeah. you know something. So I think Eric's, I think Eric's more insensitive than Corey. Corey also is just like I want to get home to my girlfriend, and he's not really listening. Sure, to Eric Corey saying, steps him, but, in it
1: a little bit, yeah. but he's also fifteen. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't blame Corey in this episode. I think Corey is like mm-hmm. exactly where he should be. Yeah. In a lot of ways. And he calls his dad and he's like, dad, come handle this. Like, I'm, yes. I'm stuck here. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know what the He's not happening. leaving.
0: Yeah.
1: He's going through some sort of crisis. I'm 15.
0: <laughs> but I love that in this episode, Corey and Sean are both very, like, light and comedic. Like, I love comedic lot of,
1: we A lot of good comedy out of Corey and Sean in this yeah. episode. Fun stuff for sure.
0: Yes. I, I,
1: the Amish bit what oh they are saying the farmhouse good... there <laughs> I've oh, just... forgotten and then the second he says who's gonna pick me up in rural Pennsylvania yep. I went like, the, the Amish and then boom <laughs> <laughs> and, like, immediately yep. he says that line and be- the second before it happens I remember the whole bit and I was like oh man this is great I
0: this honestly if this had become a two parter for any reason would have loved to have seen it play out where Corey is like well, Where I he guess goes I with need the a, Amish? yes, and it he like gets taken two-parter. in by the Amish family, and they like feed him, and he's yeah. like, "Now I'm gonna stay forever." Uh huh.
1: It could have been a really fun two-parter, and like Sean fun. and Tabanga have to come and get Corey from the Amish. Yes. Ooh, that would have been really fun. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen that.
0: I love episode two, so I'm not complaining. But yeah, like, yeah, no, but um, that would have
1: been a good time.
0: It would have. Um,
1: can we talk about this? Is my favorite Feeny entrance?
0: Oh my and god! Whatever-y.
1: Uh, ever. I, the the he, commitment to the silence and yes. the slowness. It's like it's like a 30 second shot it is. of him just walking, looking, looking, walking, sits down. What the hell are we looking at? Oh, <laughs> it's, it's so good.
0: <laughs> it's perfect because I remember first thinking he comes out of his house and I'm just like, I know what's going to happen because I've seen the show before. But if you're Amy and Alan, you're sitting there and you're like, what's he doing? Like he he starts looking up. And you're just like, is he like? Is no, he, he looks at them, and they're the ones looking off. Yeah, like, is he going to engage in conversation? And then he just like helps himself to their yard and I goes and it. sits down. And Amy looks at him like, what are you doing? Oh, and then so he just good. sits down and starts talking. And that's when it kind of clicks. They're like, oh, he could, he could hear us inside it. But if he doesn't know,
1: delightful. Like, it's my, so it's one good. of my favorite Phoenix scenes ever. For his entrance and his exit. Yeah. Where he's, he's like, You taught me something, George. He says, And I had fun. Yeah. <laughs> he looks, he's so happy. He's so good in this scene. Yeah. Big fan of Feeney in this episode because he doesn't do anything else either it's, it's just true.
0: that it's just and that and it's
1: so delightful it is it's and it's like I love thinking about this in the context of a season premiere also mm-hmm. you know you haven't seen the show in the last couple months and when we reruns this is the first time you get a new episode you're watching you're like but where's Mr. Feeney we haven't seen him the whole episode yeah. and this is all you get of him and it's yep. just gold <laughs> yes
0: that's one thing that I appreciate about this episode is the last se- season premiere that we had was very like Corey and Topanga focused we saw Sean, we saw Eric, we kind of saw the parents, but not really. And so, like, this one really incorporates, like, we've got parents' stuff going on, mm-hmm. we've got all the kids' stuff going on, and we've got Feeny, like, we Well, and it's got a lovely, everything.
1: like, serialized story, storytelling yeah. bit, too, where it's not, like, uh, remember what happened at the end of the last season? Well, we don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, it gives a shit. It yeah. cares about yeah. what happened at the end of the last season, which is important uh, and yeah. exciting, and I think what helps to further cement some
0: things. Truly. I appreciate the fact that Alan obviously comes and he's talking to Eric about, like, uh, you don't want to settle in this town, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not a big fan of, like, the underhanded small-town shaming.
1: There is there is a lot of shitting on Pottsville. Yeah. Potts Town? Potts Town. Okay.
0: There is, yes. And I... Like, I get it because I come from not a small town, but just a smaller area. And... I hated it, but I had a lot of friends who really enjoyed it. They enjoy, like, a small-town life and just, like, hanging out and knowing everyone in town and getting a job where you have regulars and know everybody and stuff like that. And, like, a lot of people find a lot of satisfaction in that life. Uh, They they do a lot of, like, they – it almost feels like they're pushing a certain – agenda forward mm-hmm. and that agenda is usually college and higher education which isn't necessarily a bad thing because sure. obviously there can be a lot of benefits from college and higher education mm-hmm. but they do a lot of like job shaming alan's just a grocer and you know when uh chet gets a job at the school he's just a janitor and mm-hmm. he's you know kind of uh trying to serve these kids in that capacity and it's looked at say, as a bad thing i
1: will say in that one it comes around at least job shaming it will, oh, in yes. In the chat one, it comes around yeah. where it's, like, starts off about that, and then, like, they come to realize, like, be proud of having a fucking job. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Know. But that's more, I would say, directed at Sean. Sure. Like, specific. Sean
1: learns the lesson of, like, a respectable job. As yeah. A, you know, a job. Yeah.
0: So, we do have a lot of job shaming in the show and, like, some some small town shaming and that kind of thing. And I'm just like, it's, there's nothing wrong with that life. It's not what you want for your characters specifically. Sure. But like, there's nothing wrong with that. So I, I had a little bit of a hard time with that when Alan's like, you don't want to be here and you're going to regret it. And 20 years later, I'm like, you might not. Eric could love small town life, but Mm -hmm. who could say, who could say (laughs) also when they get up and move, He's like, can we talk somewhere in private? And uh, I gotta move one table away. I was like, that's uh, not. No,
1: come back to your that's room. the joke. That's the joke. Oh, that was the that was a joke. That I, was part. That was I,
0: funny. It was a serious moment though, so I did not read it no, as a joke. I, I read it like, as a this
1: joke. Is silly.
0: So, I, I I'm glad I, you did.
1: I found it to be funny. What?
0: How does he still? Oh, he like offers to buy everyone dinner or pie and what piece of? Oh, oh yeah, I know, pie he doesn't have any whatever. fucking like, money. How does he have any money left? That was another one of my notes. I only have a couple more notes. One of them is I love Amy's dress in this episode. I would absolutely mm-hmm. wear it. It's like this little like black number. It's like tied on top. She's got a little belt. It's got a little like flirty skirt. Talking about love the dress it.
1: that she wears to like the awards. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. Very 90s, but I'm into yeah. it. Also at the end when Corey and Sean are meeting up for the first time to go straight to Topanga, they start just making out in front of Amy and Morgan. Yeah. I'm like... I would never.
1: Right on the lips.
0: I would never. And like one is fine. I would. I would peck a significant other in front of my parents, but like they're like. It is weird making that Amy's out. in the room. Yep.
1: Yeah, I agree. But it's funny. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's very supposed funny. Be, it's supposed to be Sean. Funny and stuff. Sean and Corey's banter between kisses are it's uh, very funny.
0: And then he, Sean, gets so upset, and he's like, "I'm talking, I'm talking to you." To you. <laughs> it's great. It's Brian. great. Bad. A lot What's of good MVP.
1: Um, you know who my it's Feeney of course it is
0: interesting to me because I thought you'd pick Alan
1: I considered it but Alan had to learn from Feeney that's true so it's Feeney I picked Amy Amy interesting the reason
0: being because Alan is going through this like crisis right now Mm -hmm. and yes Feeny comes over and like gives him the lesson but Amy throughout this entire like even sitting down on the couch and she goes, do you want to quit your job? Mm-hmm. And she never is like, well, you can't quit your job. Or like, you can't. Like, she never pumps mm-hmm. the brakes. She's always yes-anding him. She's like, what do you need? Mm-hmm. And I'm here to listen. I'm here to be, you know, whatever you need me to be. She is always, like, supporting him. Throughout this entire thing, this is this is a crazy thing to happen. You know, a kind of a midlife crisis kind of deal. They're only like 40, but... I mean, that's, that's midlife. Yeah, I suppose.
1: I mean, but, it's not to say that... Uh, you will die at that age, but yeah. the average life expectancy is 78
0: Damn. and a half
1: for a man in America. So yeah,
0: they're going through, he's going through this midlife crisis kind of deal and she is there with him the entire time, never shaming him, never talking down to him, never making him feel bad for his decisions. She's always there building him up and she is his teammate throughout this whole thing and his support system. She is
1: very supportive. She is a
0: great, She's She's a a good mother and a great wife. Yeah. She's a great partner
1: in this instance. Yeah. For sure. Throughout
0: this entire season, throughout this entire arc of Alan, like, not knowing what he's going to do with his, the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. She, she is so good. And this, we saw this in the first season when the guys thought she was cheating, but we see Amy really punch this lesson into us of like, we are parents But we are also people, Mm -hmm. first and foremost. We have lives. We have our own interests. We have our own things going on. Mm -hmm. And I feel like sometimes Alan bleeds into, like, just very focused on himself or, I don't know, sometimes he bleeds into, like, he's more of a better father than a better husband. Mm -hmm. But she is always an equal balance of both, I feel like. And she is just such a good wife.
1: Yeah, she's great.
0: So that's why I give it to Amy. All right. I, I, I can agree with that okay so now because we did our mvp count we're gonna do the big mvp count i'm gonna let you know where we're standing as of the end of the third season so at the end of the third season we have can you I, I'm, I'm gonna ask you don't look. okay guess who's in first place
1: At the end of season three the end of season three is it alan Mm-mm. is it Corey? Mm-mm. is
0: it... it's like right there in front of you is it Amy? No. Oh, so it's me. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Well, it
1: felt too obvious. I know. It does you, feel obvious. You built it up to be like a That's surprise. True.
0: The surprise to me is that Corey is in second. Okay. So Feeney is in first with 25. Okay. Great. Good.
1: So we've As given it, it to him
0: be. 25 times. Then uh, Corey's at 19 right now, followed by Amy in 18, Alan with 16, and then Turner with 13. I'm kind and of those surprised are our tops. by the Turner. I kind of am too, but we got a lot of Turner episodes in season two. Yeah. Yeah. And especially as he starts to take on more responsibility with Sean and kind of lean into him a little bit.
1: 25. Go Feeney.
0: Yeah. So we got, we finally got some for Sean. Season one and two, we had no Sean's. Wow. And then season three, we got 10 Sean's. Good. So, and this is obviously between the two of us because we have 22 or 23 episodes in season three and 22 episodes, I think in season four. This is obviously between, uh, like, how many episodes?
1: Yeah, if we're doing three seasons, if we're averaging 22 episodes a season, right? Mm-hmm. That's 66, 66.
0: Okay, after 66 episodes. Yeah,
1: 66 episodes, so but that's... we have two MVPs per episode, Correct. giving us a total of 132 mm-hmm. picks. Yeah. Which means that Feeny, Feeny is currently, like, 19%. Great.
0: I'm not surprised. Honestly, I'm not surprised. The biggest surprise to me was that we didn't get any kind of randos in this one because in season two, we had Minkus for one season or season one. We had Minkus for one season two. We had like Joey was one. Harley was one. Ubaldo. You baldo. And the car dealer. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, baby. <laughs> so
0: we had a lot of like randos and we got no Morgans. Obviously, she's only like three episodes with yeah. this last season. So we stuck pretty much with exclusively main cast, uh-huh. Corey, Sean, Topanga, Eric. Amy Allen Turner. Uh, Eric was at an all-time low this past season. He started out with seven, then he went to three, then he dropped down to two. So
1: not a lot of shining for Eric lately.
0: No. Hopefully, we'll get some more as uh, as we go through season four, but more specifically season five. I feel like he's really going to start shining. Season five and six. Um, so, yeah, that's where we're sitting currently. Feeney is in the top. I feel like it's going to stay that way. I don't foresee anyone surpassing him. Corey's the closest. And hey, he this only, is where Corey starts to go downhill I was about for to me. Say, so. It only
1: gets more Feeney heavy.
0: Yes, correct. As, <laughs> the, Turner, as we phase Turner out, yeah, Feeney comes He only more.
1: becomes more influential in every say. episode.
0: I feel like we're going to get some good Amy and Alan ones. Oh, yeah. I don't foresee, like... Topanga, Sean, and Corey getting a whole lot. but Alrighty. We'll see where the season leads us.
1: Very exciting to kick off, though.
0: Yes. So
1: All right. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends uh, to check us out. It's on to that stuff they remember now. So if they were like, I don't want to watch all that other stuff, they can start now. It's There's true. no better time. Yeah. Um, also, if you missed it last week, we had our interview with Jason Marsden. So please go ahead and give that a listen. What a yes. great time that was. And check out the Mars Variety Show yes. on YouTube.
0: He was so lovely. We were... We were uh, over the moon to have spoken with him. So definitely check out the Mars Variety Show. They just surpassed 800 subscribers. Mm-hmm. And I would like to think that we had a hand in that because that just <laughs> happened. We pushed him past. Happened.
1: <laughs> We got him over the edge.
0: It's true. It just happened after we premiered the show. So Maybe. thank you guys for your support for us and for Jason. And it was just Trina McGee's birthday on Sunday. So if you haven't listened to our interview with Trina, that was also bonus show number two that we mm-hmm. did back in, I think, May. Yeah. It was or May. Somewhere it was a little while back. Um, but yeah, go check that out. Check the bonus out with Jason. We love chatting with cast members. It's so much fun. Oh, so huh. we now we have such a high like bar. Fishing, Fishing for the big fish. Oh, <laughs> now we have such a high bar. Now I'm like, um, oh, who are we gonna do for the next bonus show? Uh-huh. I'm so scared. So I if mean, you know anyone who is on the show, just hit us up, Loki. It's fine. Yeah,
1: maybe we can rope Bill Daniels.
0: Oh, could you imagine? I I would just—I cry the entire time. I, I can don't think. think of a, any I was trying less to be likely. so cool during the Jason one.
1: Well, like us on social media. Thanks mm-hmm. for listening very much. Uh, we appreciate it, and as always, class dismissed.